Welcome to the Dentistries for Kids podcast. We're Angelina and Cameron, and we love candy. Do you all love candy? We've learned how to enjoy all the candy we want without getting cavities or getting in trouble with our dentist. Want to learn our magic? Join us to discover how to enjoy sweets and have nice, bright, clean, shiny white teeth. Let's go. Welcome to our podcast, Dentistry for Kids. This is Cameron Wong, and today we're thrilled to introduce our guest speaker, Dr. Preston Brown. Um, Dr. Brown is an accomplished dentist that is currently pursuing a specialty training in the prosthodontic or program at the University of North Carolina. Um, his commitment to service extends to coaching high school basketball, a high school and his alma mater and providing dental care to the homeless at the John Wellesley Community Health Clinic and to the children in underserved areas of Carolina through the mobile dent clinic. And you're also a great golfer. So welcome <laughs> today. Uh, deb debatable, <laughs> but not as good as you. Oh, my God. OK, so for our question today, can you share your journey in dentistry and what inspired you to go back to school to specialize in prosthodontic? Sure. So how far back do you want me to go? <laughs> as far back as you would like. So I, I kind of have a unique path. I, I didn't have um, anywhere, any dentists in my family growing up or none that were too close, I should say. My motivation in going into dentistry kind of stems from my, my father. So he has a lot of dental, he had a lot of dental needs kind of growing up. So I got to see kind of the good, the bad and the ugly of the other side of dentistry. And thankfully, when I was in high school, I had a um, a one of my good friends. His dad was a dentist, and I kind of got exposed to um, kind of see what life as a dentist was. So I kind of thought that would be a good way to take help my dad out. And then, so I was in the army. So I was in the army after dental school. So I served for three years. So I didn't think about specializing in the army at all. And then I was. Uh, in private practice for like four or five years and I just kind of never felt like fulfilled I always felt like there was a little more that I wanted to accomplish with my professional career and I kicked around the idea of going back to residency at some point and I just kind of figured it was now or never and again my, my dad's case is kind of a prosthodontic case and uh, I knew I wanted to take care of him and take care of patients like him and the best way to do it would just go get go get the detailed training that you know what grad pros um offers so that's kind of my uh my path in a nutshell so um yeah hope that answers your question yep that was wonderful so what are the most common dental issues that you see in children any ages and how can they be prevented Ooh, children huh i mean the the biggest one is carries unfortunately i, I think I think childhood caries is the uh, the most most occurring disease for children. So I guess just patient education is the best thing to try and prevent caries, you know, go and see the dentist regularly. Unfortunately, I don't work with too many children, which is probably best for me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, even in grad profs, we do come across some like congenital disorders. So I, I haven't worked on these patients yet, but we saw... Uh, we we reviewed a case the other day about ectodermal dysplasia. So there's a 12 and 14 year old twins who are congenitally missing basically most of their teeth. So we are going to try and intervene to give them just some like improve some quality of life for them 
until they can get to like uh, the early adult age so we can get them something a little more permanent then. But so as far as grad pros goes, that's kind of the, the like a case that we would get. But typical children, we don't come across children too often unless it's kind of like a, a pretty gnarly, like generally a congenital disorder or something like that. So yeah, and those cases are pretty tough. Um, they're very rewarding because those patients need a lot, a lot of work and they probably, they've been struggling for a while. So it's, it's nice to kind of, kind of help when you can. And what are your, what do you think are the most important tips for effective oral hygiene routines? Ooh, effective oral hygiene routine. I think you probably, you kind of touched on it in the question is just having a routine, you know, brushing every morning and every night. <laughs> uh, you know, I do it right before I go to bed and right when I wake up. So I think that that's the best. I think sometimes, you know, it, it's easy to forget if it's not a habit, um, but just developing habits is a good thing. Unfortunately, just about everything in dentistry is preventative and it stems from hygiene. So if we can, if we can build a good, good found foundation with good hygiene, grow up good oral hygiene, see the dentist regularly, hopefully we'll prevent some of these things that before it gets too, too severe and stuff like that. So, yeah. And are there any challenging aspects of working with patients in need of prosthodontic care? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so most of the time when we see our patients, they either seen the dentist a lot or they haven't seen them enough. And by the time they see them, like we, we work on like full mouth cases almost all the time. We're working on either full mouth dentures, full mouth implants, full mouth crowns and restorations, like the really big stuff. So. Um, the patients themselves, they've kind of, they've, they've been in the dental chair quite a bit. So that's, can be a blessing or a curse. Uh, most of the times they're there because they want, they want help. But unfortunately in our situation, because the cases are so severe, there is a pretty large patient management component to like, kind of just explain like what they need, why they need it, like what, what quality of life we think they can get. And that is the other thing is, there's a lot of limitations to what we can do. So like if we're doing a denture, we can only make a denture as good as like the bone that they have. So a lot of the times we have to explain to them like, Hey, like your lower denture may not, may not be very retentive. Like you're going to need some implants. And unfortunately some patients just like they're expecting new teeth, which is not, it's not always what it, what we can offer them with the denture. So just kind of patient management, uh, you know, being very communicative with, with, your patients and kind of letting them understand what what's possible so yeah do you have any advice to give to dental students that are interested in specializing in your field um yeah i mean i think the best thing would just be go and get some exposure to not just my specialty i mean i, I love pros and prosthodontics um, but just to all specialties one of my kind of things i kind of regret in dental school was i knew i was joining the army so i didn't have any motivation to specialize because i i knew my my lot was already made up for me <laughs> and because of that i i didn't go hang out on grad perio and grad pros you know grad endo i i didn't really find out what pros was until i was in the army so my my best advice for just all kind of future dental students is just be curious kind of get lost, get lost in the clinics. Don't be afraid to like ask questions and hang out and, you know, you may, 
I thought I wanted to be an oral surgeon when I first went to dental school, because that's kind of all I knew. <laughs> um, and then when I got exposed to grad profs, I was like, or, you know, in the army, I was like, this is, this is pretty awesome. This is kind of the best of both worlds. Cause I really enjoyed the patient aspect. Uh, I, I like building a rapport with my patients, building a relationship with my patients. And I kind of feel like grad profs is, and it allows me to do that as well as treating them like as, as best as I possibly can. So, yeah. And I know you said that you don't work much with children, but we direct most of our stuff to children and their parents. Sure. Can you explain the impact of diet on, okay, I guess dental health in general? Sure. Um, no, I mean, everything, everything starts from being a kid. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, this is definitely up, uh, you know, the pediatric dentist alley, but having a poor, everything starts from diet, you know, bacteria that causes cavities, they need something to eat and that's sugars. <laughs> so the more sugars you put in your mouth, uh, unfortunately, the more likely you're going to be, you're going to have cavities. So um, staying away from like, you know, the sticky candies, you know, any sugary drinks, like those are all kind of really bad for your teeth, especially when you're a child. So, um, like a lot of people don't know, like, I think even like Gatorade is, is kind of terrible for your teeth. Um, so even me personally, like I, I get, um, unsweetened Gatorade or, you know, sugar-free Gatorade, just cause I know that's a little better for me. And then kind of what we touched on earlier, if you are going to eat, have a, have any sugar at all, like it's, it's best, it's great to have good oral hygiene to kind of help combat some of those, some of the possibility of having some cavities, but Unfortunately, yeah, if we can limit our, if we can limit our sugar intake, um, we can hopefully prevent some cavities, but it, it's easier said than done. I know I'm, I'm the biggest, I'm, I like my sweets too. <laughs> so, yeah. And is there a lot of new technology or developments and how do you stay up with them? Oh, that is like, that is the best part about, I think, in like our era is, is being dentists. The technology is just like exponentially growing every day. It's hard to keep up, quite frankly. Like, so right now we've got two computer program softwares that I'm like trying to learn. They're kind of tough, but the University of YouTube is one of them <laughs> where I keep up. And a lot of the time, it's just kind of just practicing, you know, being willing to fail a little bit, kind of learn from that. But we're at a great part good point in like the the dental history where i think technologies it's it's so awesome to be working with and we can provide like a lot a lot of care that we probably weren't weren't able to do where whether or not it's placing an implant or milling a crown i mean with the advent of 3d printing um you know ai you know digital technology digital scanning i mean and prosthodontics in particular we're doing some pretty crazy things with some really cool technology you know 3d face scannings so we're, we're you know scanning people's faces designing teeth to match you know to fit in their face and then planning implants from there like it's um especially in grad process when we do a lot of these big cases everything starts from the teeth like if we're going to place an implant it all stems for where our final product is going to be so we have to have a plan and having awesome technology really helps us develop the proper plan so we can be as successful as possible. And to wrap up everything, looking back, is there anything you would have done differently in your career? Ooh, good question. I think the one thing I probably would have done is I would have 
trying to specialize sooner. So I do wish I would have specialized sooner. That's kind of, that's probably it. So I was actually out eight years before I decided to go back to residency. I know I get that look a lot. <laughs> so, uh, especially for my family. <laughs> so it, and not that it couldn't be, not that it can't be done. Uh, I mean, I'm happy with my decision. Made things a little tougher because it, it was quite a big change of life. But um, I, I kind of wish I would have gone back to specialty school soon, sooner. Um, I do think everyone should look into specializing. I'm not saying it's right for everyone, but it is something to, I think, to consider, or at least doing some like GPRs or AGDs. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, my kind of philosophy is if we're going to, if we're going to, Go through all this, uh, the dental school and all this training, you know, why not go the extra stuff? <laughs> Especially when you're young. Don't do it when you're older uh, like me. Well, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us today. Sure. I hope I helped. If you have any questions, let me know. Of course. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a nice day. Yep. You got it. Thank you for listening to the Dentistry for Kids podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with a family member or friend. Make sure to like and subscribe to our channel too. Help us complete our mission to see bright smiles from all around the world. Thank you.